Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, we have a really fantastic interview with one of my clients, Lucy. She has so much wisdom to share. She has done so much work on herself and in my program to lose weight. And what I really love about this episode is that Lucy lost weight and then she hit a weight plateau. And what I teach my clients is that a weight plateau is completely normal, but what tends to happen for us is we freak out and think that something has gone wrong and we basically just stop showing up for ourselves and revert back to our old habits. The weight comes back. At least that's how it goes in traditional dieting. As soon as you hit a weight plateau, you think this diet doesn't work anymore and you start gaining the weight back. But Lucy is such an amazing example of what's possible because she continued to show up. She broke through the weight plateau and lost 19 pounds in two weeks. And she's going to share how she did that and what her journey has looked like. So this is going to be a great episode. Stay tuned. I'll see you on the other side. I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight loss. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm excited to have you. Uh, You're so welcome. It's great to be here, Haley. So... Tell me, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your background. Um, I have, uh, I spent 20 some years in the Air Force and then I spent 20 some years in the Navy and retired uh, back in 2016. And uh, from some complications and some deployments, I've had to have my knees uh, replaced and uh, we're looking at my ankles. So I've had some mobility issues and you went I went from being super active no problem being fit to uh you know being in a wheelchair or or not being able to be as mobile and I'm getting back to that mobility right now I I can walk a block or so but um my during that time uh I started to put on weight and that was over a 4 to 6 year period and it's been extremely challenging to get that weight off. So uh, that's why I'm here right now today, working with you. Yeah. Tell me, tell, tell us about that. Like, what was that, the challenge of getting that weight off? What did that look like? Well, again, I'm one of the, I'm one of those people I've had so many deployments to South America and the Middle East and, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan, that my stomach um, can't handle medication. I've tried different medications, Ozempic and, you know, all these different things. And I have terrible side effects and reactions. So 
medication was not an option to help me. So it's been now, how do I lose the weight? And I've tried so many different programs, you know, Weight Watchers and all this other stuff that they advertise. And it just wasn't working for me. So when I saw your program pop up about the mind, I thought, I know if you believe it, you'll see it. So, you know, I, I have those thoughts in the back of my head. And that's why I started to think um, this is where I need to look today. Yeah. Tell me, why Why do you think, like, you mentioned, like, Weight Watchers, for instance. Like, why do you think that didn't work? Um, I think that Weight Watchers, it was a piece. It was a nutritional piece, you know, but I don't think my mind was there. Yeah. And oops. oops, sorry. Um, can you hold for a second? Yes. Okay, so you were telling us why other diets you didn't think they worked. I I don't think that there's one one thing. Um, Weight Watchers can work for some people, but for me, the problem was I felt like I needed a, a tool bag of solutions. And you can be on any kind of diet, but if your mind's not there and you know, that then you slip off. And when you slip off of it, it's, um, it can be devastating for you. So I think that um, Weight Watchers is okay, but it just needs to have the mind piece and mindset in there. And that's where, um, because I do find myself doing a little bit of that as I'm planning, but I didn't know how to plan as well as what the program that you had, where I had to take a real hard look at my hunger and how did I feel when I ate? When did, you know, what was that feeling? Was it full or not full? And then understanding how to plan the whole day. And uh, I didn't do that when I was on Weight Watchers. I just counted points. And when I ran out, it didn't matter where I was in the day. I was stuck, you know? And I think that's, that's what everyone who, comes to me is has tried diets and they they weren't working and it it really is because they're missing what let's take back it up from our actions and our to-do list to like what's going on in our brain and they don't provide those tools to help you understand what am i thinking when i'm overeating or like why am i actually doing these things most people are like i know that i shouldn't eat overeat but i do (laughs) and no amount of points or counting or lists of foods is going to help you with that unless you understand what's behind it and it's planning the day you know right now i my plan is you know my coffee with two sugars and then cottage cheese and pineapple and um chicken with uh a baked potato later. And then I added some, some snacks that are healthy in there at the bottom. And, but it's, it's already on my plan for today. And it's not a huge plan, you know, and it it can be added to or taken away from, but it's just, I kind of know on the side, I made another list of everything that I have in the refrigerator and I know I can draw from all that, but 
the big thing is knowing when you're hungry. And I didn't, I didn't gauge that before. And then um, the, the thought processes you helped me with, like, um, you know, I, I had to eat everything on my plate. Well, you know, now I get to a point where um, I'm not a trash can. I don't have to eat everything on my plate. But the next thing that I did to help myself was don't put so much on your plate. So then you will feel more comfortable when you're able to finish all that. Because you can always go back and get more. It's not like, you know, I'm not on a deployment. I'm not in a foreign country where I can't access food or in the middle of the desert. There's, you know, there's plenty of food. So, you know, make smaller portions and um, see how I feel after. I mean, do I feel light on my feet? Do I feel like I want to go do something? Um, Versus being so stuffed that, you know, and uncomfortable that, you know, you have uh, that heavy feeling in your chest. And and I'm probably, you know, saying more than no than no question. But no, I think that's fantastic because it, it um, speaks to like everything else that goes into it. It's not it's like you and it's why this program doesn't require you to follow a diet or what I tell you to eat, because you get to tap into your body and figure out what feels good for you, what feels right for you, and gauge that yourself and learn how to gauge that yourself. Like understand when I eat this, this is how I feel. When I eat this much, this is how I feel. (laughs) And really grow from there as opposed to like just blanketly, I'm gonna have this many points today. Yeah, and uh, you know, to help me get started, I, you know, I. I started with one of those programs where uh, I ordered food that was delivered. So I got used to certain portion sizes there. And I got used to, you know, I I went from hating the kitchen and not knowing where anything was in there and not caring to almost having a love affair with my kitchen because I started to have fun cooking. I started and it wasn't because, you know, I didn't make these big elaborate meals. I made simple meals that were easy fun and they tasted wonderful i i never really think i had um chicken cooked the right way until recently and it it's amazing how good it tastes when it's not overcooked or uh the same with fish salmon it's just amazing so i had a lot of things i had to learn and uh it 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 i'm not saying this this happened overnight this has been you know a journey of four to five months and I guess it's like um, you said, playing tennis. You just don't jump into a tennis court and expect to be, you know, an expert headed to Wimbledon within a few days. Um, It's, or for me, it was like learning calculus. The first day it made no sense. And I had to keep practicing until, you know, the fifth or the, you know, the end of the second week, I understood the theorem. I got it. And then I could apply it. So, um, it, this is, has been a journey for me and an exciting one because I feel it's the most, um, I don't know how the, the word, it's the one that's sticking. It's the yeah. one that's long-term. It's the one that's going to carry me on into my seventies and eighties. And that's, what's exciting. Yeah. I forgot. It's so interesting. You brought up two things that 
I completely forgot that we used to coach on, but you have completely overcome those and move forward. And one of them was throwing food away. That was big. And the other one was your kitchen. You were like, I don't know where anything is. I don't want to go in there. And I completely forgot. Those were two big hurdles that you got through and moved through. And now listen, you're like, I love cooking. I know how to make chicken probably better than I do. <laughs> like That is incredible. And the throwing the food away. Like, I love that you said, I'm not, my body's not a trash can. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing is, you know, cause you have that mindset from growing up. Um, <clears throat> yes. You don't, you don't waste food. And then the other thing was uh, going to a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment, coming back from that. Um, I always, you know, my parents always took me for an ice cream cone because I was, you know, a good girl during the appointment. And I'd come out of any stressful situation or, you know, if I had to, um, you know, go somewhere in Washington and, and be in a stressful situation when it was over, I always wanted to have something sweet. And I started to realize what, why I was doing that, what it meant. And I thought, oh, I'm not five years old anymore. I don't need that I don't need a vanilla shake or a chocolate shake or an ice cream cone. doesn't mean I won't have it. It just means I don't have to have it every time I've, you know, had, you know, completed a stressful situation. So that was another, um, that was another thought process you helped me with. Yeah. I think it's <clears throat> so interesting and so valuable to know why that would be, like why that's popping up. You know, if you go through your life, every time you hit a stressful situation and you're like eating ice cream, not having a clue what that is and thinking, well, I should know better. I should not be having ice cream. I, I don't understand why I want this. It's so valuable to be able to put that out of your brain, look at it and be like, oh, this is why. Of course, my brain is telling me to go get ice cream after a stressful situation. It was what I, you know, what I was raised with. It was um, a reward for me every time I did this as a kid. And I've just carried that into my adult life. And you, you get suddenly have the ability to question it and say, okay, is this what I want to continue to do? Is this how I want to move forward? Or do I want to choose something else? <laughs> do I want to choose not to have it and to, to, help myself feel better with another tool instead. That's really the beauty of it. And, you know, through the program, I've understood, you know, you, you, you've asked me to like at night, what first I think I, I think I did was just log in how I was eating for a few weeks. And then we talked about it and it was like, why are you eating snacks at eight o'clock at night? Where was I hungry? No, I wasn't hungry. Well, why? And you, you kept asking that, me that, and I started to think, okay, why am I doing it? And number one, it was a habit. Number two, I was bored. And when I addressed those feelings through the techniques you taught me, I've been able to break that habit. Um, I don't look for snacks or cookies in the evening. Um, you know, I'll, I'll have some water there, or I can put some kind of flavoring in the water that helps me get through that. Um, the other was through the program with the group that they've been amazing, like watching and hearing uh, grief 
is very profound. You know, you don't make it through life without something, you know, traumatic or profound happening. And hearing how the other um, men and women get through that grief and how they handle it and the techniques you gave us during that time with the, you know, you approached it with a gentleness, um, a kindness, um, asking us to be kind and gentle to ourselves. But, you know, think this, you know, how helping us get through that, because uh, a lot of us are emotional eaters. And um, I, I just even today on the group call today, uh, I was really uh, as I listened to the, the one woman talk, it just helped bring me to a point where I was able to openly start talking to you about, again, a feeling I had in a thought. And you helped me shift my perspective from that. Which was it? The one about feeling stuck, you know, how I had lost uh, 19 pounds in, in two weeks and it was just bam, 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 melting off. And then all of a sudden over the last week, it was, um, nothing nothing was happening and i so i was trying to evaluate why why wasn't it working i was afraid what did i what have i done wrong uh it won't work anymore yes and you helped me work through that shifting that thought process again so um as we discussed building new neural pathways so um that that was pretty powerful today yeah and that, just to give the uh, all the listeners kind of like a little bit of background, you had kind of hit a plateau and then got yourself really, Lucy, what it is, is like you continue to show up. You didn't, when we hit a plateau, which we talked about this on today's coaching call, but that's a natural, normal part of the human brain's learning experience is to... If you, if you look at it like a sport, your brain will get to this place where it kind of can't take on any new information and lay down any new neural pathways. It just kind of exhausts itself. And if we're losing weight and we're learning all these new things, we're implementing all these new things, the brain's going to get to a place where it's like, okay, I, <laughs> I need to take a break <laughs> and reset. And then additionally, our mindset can just kind of go to this like, why are we putting in this effort? Let's just go back to where where we were and what we were doing before. And when this happens in other, you know, just in weight loss in general, usually that's when we give up. Like we stop showing up for ourselves. We quit the diet. And I, you know, don't blame the person because I don't think diets provide tools to help you understand what's going on. But um it's really easy to just be like, oh, this isn't working anymore. And the reason you got through your plateau was you continued to look at everything that was going on to be like, okay, neutrally evaluate, which is what we talk about a lot. Like what's working, what isn't working, what can I do today? What's the next best step for me? And you kept showing up for yourself and for the community and um, worked through it. So. Two weeks ago, you were like, I've got this. You got your brain back to this place. It was like clicking. It was working. You dropped 19 yeah. pounds two weeks yeah. on top of the world. And then this week, yep. it was like, hold on. 
I don't know. Maybe I haven't figured it out. And (laughs) the interesting thing was you told me why you weren't the thought that was causing you to plateau again instantly. Like you hadn't recognized it for yourself, but that was the first thing you told me was, well, I'm just, I'm thinking it's not going to work anymore. And I was like, well, that's why you're plateauing again. It's that thought. So the beautiful thing about that is now we know what it is. We know what your brain is telling you that's going to lead to this plateau. And then you get to decide what you want to think and how you want to move forward. And the the thing is, I, I want to flip that to the positive. Now that I've said it out loud, um, that's the most important thing. Instead of it's being inside and building up. So I've, yeah. I've said, I've said that I think that this won't work anymore. And then I thought, well, that's silly. It's I been know. working. <laughs> that's crazy. What, what's wrong with you? You know, it's worked. Why are you thinking it won't work? Um, so uh, I just, I just now I'm tr- showing up with a positive, a neutral and positive thought. And there's ways now from here, the group going back and listening to what the the group had to say and um, also just um, doing some mindful exercises. Um, That's the next thing is just being calm and thinking this through and thinking, you know, this is not that hard. It really is. And I know how to eat. I know when I'm full, I know the portions I should be eating. I know what's good to eat. Uh, So it's, this is not that hard. It's not hard to write down what I'm doing every day and keep a keep a good journal and yeah, it worked. It worked, and it's going to work again. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's where the mindset piece is so much bigger than the action piece, which we talk about this a lot. But it's really easy to say, like, okay, the my weight has plateaued, so I'm going to only eat chicken and vegetables this week, or I'm going to cut out, you know, X, Y, Z. And really, if we just do that, but we don't recognize that there's this, these two kind of ping-ponging thoughts in the background, we're never going to get anywhere. Chicken and vegetables doesn't work if you're thinking this isn't working. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I agree 100%. It's... You know, uh, because I, when I was losing weight, when it was just coming off a pound or two a day, um, it wasn't that I wasn't starving myself. Yeah. I was eating. I was, you know, uh, so it's not like you have to starve yourself to lose weight. Um, you know, I know Dr. Mike has said to me on many occasions, Lucy, sugar's not your friend. So think about that. Keep that thought in your head. Um you know, so those are kind of things I, I try to stay focused on and, uh, I can do this and I, it's just, it's slower, but like learning, uh, like you said, learning tennis or soccer, um, I'm not going to be, you know, the number one player (laughs) after just a few months, it does take time and I've got to get over all these self-fulfilling prophecy thoughts that I had, you know, uh, and all these things that you're hearing about weight loss. Um, 
you know, and I do hear people, you know, oh, I got on this drug and I dropped 20 pounds in like two weeks. And I think, yeah, um, that would be that would be nice. But there's some of us out there who cannot take medication or um, we choose not to. And it's great that that does work. But I found that uh, in the long term, the minute you get off of it, uh, if you haven't addressed the the outlying emotional issues or understand why you ate the way you did, you're going to go back to the way you were. Yes. I, I just did a podcast on this maybe last week because I had, well, first of all, a lot of people that I work with have done or are doing the Ozempic shot. Um, and then I had a, a consult call with a woman who had got gastric bypass. So she had her surgery. I mean, her stomach surgically um, shrunk and she had gained all the weight back and the surgery was still intact. And I just find both from both angles. It's so interesting. You know, those can work the, the surgery or the shot they'll work because they physically change your ability to take in food. But once you're once either you aren't taking the shot or your brain overcomes that limitation you are exactly where you were before because your brain hasn't changed you have put something in place that required no change for your brain so it's going to desire the same amount of food or desire food as much as it did before it's going to still want to use food to deal with emotions. It's going to still, you consciously still aren't going to understand why you're eating stuff that you don't want to be eating or why you're making these choices or why you're wanting to eat things that you know aren't good. Nothing, none of that changes. It's all, you carry it with you. And then all of a sudden you don't have the shot anymore or you are able to physically overcome or mentally overcome that physical barrier and the weight just comes back. It's not a lot. It would be great if it was a long-term solution, but we can't keep that. And you know, and you know Haley, um, some of the programs that I did, um, they were fantastic and I did lose weight, um, but I had to use discipline with them. Yes. And the, the great thing about what you've taught me is, you know, there's days I use discipline, but it's not the constant because I can't sustain yeah. discipline for six months. Um, you know, it within, if I, I think, I think where I'm going with this is to, to let you know that um, there's a couple programs I've been on that they were fantastic. And if I had had this, they would have been long-term. Yeah. Yes, they would have because I could have lost the weight with that help when I was able to take that. Um, but then I had this as to help to you know work with my brain and to get that habit in place. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to. Some of these things work for some folks, and I I think it's great. But um, as long as they have this program with it, I think they'll be more successful. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Lucy yep. just picked up her puppy. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> so she, cute. 
Yep, she's uh, she hears a lot of stuff outside. <laughs> Gets herself all excited. <laughs> yep, she's all excited. Okay, so you just hit on something I would love for you to elaborate on a little bit because you said in in past diet experiences you've used discipline to get through them, which I everybody I think this is in dieting we have to use we have to tap into some kind of forceful emotion in order to get through it because we're really not understanding where how to create emotions for ourselves so that we can apply the diet. So discipline and willpower and sometimes pressure, things like that come up a lot. Like I hear all this all the time while well, I was doing this diet and then, you know, I couldn't sustain it anymore. Well, you ran, you were doing the diet through discipline or through willpower and you just run out of it. So touch on that a little bit, like why that didn't work for you in the past and, and what emotions really focused on creating for yourself now to make this change? Well, uh, the the big thing about uh, discipline, again, it's, um, it, it takes a lot of energy to discipline and to stay, to, to, to sustain a diet for a long-term period. Um, and for me, it, it just, you know, I can do it short term, um, but I cannot do it long term. So, um, you know, if it was understanding too, um, with the program, I had to understand, you know, the, the points are when I was hungry, when I was satisfied, when I was not hungry, when I really didn't need it. And it's on the program, this program, it's, it's easier because, you know, you, you can eat certain foods. Um, it's just, are you really hungry? Um, I don't have to uh, force myself not to eat certain things. Uh, mm-hmm. did, did that kind of answer it? Was I? Yeah. So it sounds more like you're able to almost like bypass the emotion of trying to willpower, pressure, discipline yourself into not eating something, you can bypass that just by tapping into your physical body and being like, am I actually hungry? <laughs> it That's just- the most important thing for me was um, eating like three meals a day. Um, why am I doing that? I'm not a kid. Children need to eat three meals a day because they're growing. I'm I'm really not growing. Um, so do I really so I, I got to the point where I I feel when I'm hungry and then I go a little bit farther with that you know a little bit more time um, sometimes I'll drink some water to see if that's really what was going on and then you know uh, I, I set my goal for a certain you know level one to ten am I really hungry eight okay it's time and then um I already know how much I want to eat, like um, for breakfast, if I have something, and that's usually around midday, I'll have something light. And then, you know, I, I try to gauge where the, the if I'm going to have a heavier meal, you know, mashed potatoes or potato and, and chicken or something and vegetable. Um, and that's really not heavy. <laughs> but, you know, what level of 
how, how full do I want to be? And I find that I, you know, I, I, I have snacks planned for later in the evening that are healthy snacks, you know, fresh fruit. Right now there's tons of fresh fruit. Um, so it's, um, I think that's really important is understanding when you're hungry and not just eating out of a mechanic. Yes. And like you said, like you, you all of a sudden you don't have to use discipline. It's just more about asking yourself, like, am I really physically hungry? Am I physically satisfied? You know, is this where I want to be right now? (laughs) Physically? Like I don't, I don't have to pressure myself or willpower anything. It's just natural and really you know, being able to, yeah. It's kind of crazy in this country. Here we are. We're in a country where, um, you know, you don't have to. I live kind of remote. Uh, I'm out on Lake Ontario. It's um, in the winter. There's next to nobody here. But uh, if I if I need something, I mean, in an hour, I can get to almost anything I need. Um, you know, 20, 30 minutes, something closer. But we, I don't know. It's, uh, we, I think we eat more than uh, folks eat in most countries, you know, for meals. Um, and it's, it's not like we're going to starve. We're really, we're really lucky in this country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somehow we've got these thoughts in our head that we have to have these meals and you have to eat this. And it comes down to, no, you really don't. Yeah. Um, you can you can survive quite happily on on a, a couple small meals a day, and I think that's what our bodies are used to. Yeah, yeah, they're meant to process the food that that we take in, use that up, and then wait a while, and and then like tell us, okay, I'm ready for more. It's like the primitive brain in us says, eat, 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 because we don't know when we're going to be out of food. And yep. it takes a, it takes thousands, millions of years for that evolution to happen in our body where we don't need to eat, eat, eat everything that's around us constantly because um, the famine it, is not necessarily coming in this country. You know, and I, yeah, I guess where I'm going is the primitive brain versus, um, you know, our, our brain right now, what's surrounding us. And that primitive brain just wants you to eat everything, yeah. especially sweet things. <laughs> yes. For me, well, pre-pregnancy, potato chips, you know, all the salty things. But everybody's, you know, we every brain is like latched itself onto its own version of what's what it's decided is going to make it feel better in that moment or give it what it wants. So yeah, it's, it's, and I think just knowing that understanding that is huge can like right there, it's a shift and you can move forward and, and be able to make changes. So what do you think has been the biggest shift for you overall in this program? Well, being in the being in the military, and um, it's understanding emotions and being able to um, 
to put that motion in, into a feeling and then understand that feeling and what's happening. Uh, because um, I am, I, I'm an emotional eater. I've learned that. And so what, through working with you, I've understood um, and been able to articulate some of those feelings better and recognize them and what triggers me to eating. And then how, how do I work with that? How does it look? How does it feel? How does it taste? Put a texture on that emotion and feeling. And as I did that, um, I, I could understand more quickly, oh, you're bored. This is what boredom feels like. Okay. Or, um, you know, you're, you're, you're sad. And this is what sadness feels like. Uh, you're grieving. This is what it feels like. It looks like. And, and here, look at you right now. I want to go get something sweet to make that go away, but it doesn't go away. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think that's one of the big things with the program was being able to identify not only when you're hungry and when I was satiated, but, um, and planning, but it was what's going on around me. In my my thought process, yeah, and and really understanding when you're what emotions and when you're reaching for food to deal with those emotions, right? And and on the group calls, um, when other other folks would talk about what was going on with them, it was like, oh, I've experienced that. Oh wow, and that's kind of what I did. And it, as I took down some notes, it, it, I helped, it helped channel me to understand that's, that's what was going on with me that triggered me in a different way. And, um, the end result was, um, eating something, you know, and the result was not positive. So it's, it's hearing what other folks had to say and how learning from them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that I'm just going to throw it out, mention it right now. But um, a lot of people that I talk to are, are kind of like, I don't, they don't really understand the group call or they're really apprehensive about sharing in front of a group. And I always tell them I've done it both ways. I've coached individually and in group and you go, your results are 10 times faster when you're in a group because you're going to get coached on everything that everyone brings to the call, not just what you bring in. But what do you think like for you, what is the value of those group calls or how do you see that playing a role in this? Oh my gosh. Uh, totally valuable. Uh, you know, um, when I miss a call in a week, I see, I see that I slip and it's not as positive for me when I'm on the calls every week. And it's not that long, you know, you're giving up maybe 30, 40, 60 minutes of your time. Um, as long as you're able to be on the call, but it's just hearing all the other folks signing on, uh, struggling to, you think I'm not alone out there. Um, but you know, every time, you know, 
if three or four folks get coached, it's always something positive for me. And it's a reminder to me, oh, okay, I'm going through that too. And wow, look at how she's handling it or look at how what he's doing. So it's, um, it's, you know, it's totally invaluable. I, if to miss it is, uh, you know, I'm even going to try my best to make sure I don't miss any of the calls. Uh, even if I sit there and all I can do is, is hear you guys, that's the most important thing. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's like teamwork. Mm -hmm. It's a boost to hear the team out there, you know, and, and how they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so such a leader in our community and so encouraging in the community. So I just want to acknowledge you for that and say, thank you. Cause you show up, even if you are frustrated, <laughs> which has happened, you're there cheering everybody on and always encouraging people and, and thanking them for sharing, which is much appreciate. Everyone is like grateful to know that because they shared the whole entire group benefited and, and move forward. So um, thank you for always doing that. Ah, uh, you're so welcome. Yeah. The, I, you're right. It's uh, sometimes I get on and my win is that I just signed on. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end of the call, you know, it's, it's so, it's so interesting. Cause then somebody else will pipe in and say, well, that's my win too. I really didn't want to get on. And yeah. and somebody else will say, I've had a bad week. I really didn't want to get on. And you think, man, we're all going through this. Okay, let's let's refigure out how to go forward. Because then you pick up on that and you say, okay, everyone. So your win was just showing up. So let's let's all talk about that. Yeah, like let's get into what's go what's been going on. What and I I just the value of knowing that you're not alone. I think in in the diet world if the diet doesn't work if you don't lose weight you are to blame and so most people who come to me feel very isolated they feel like something's wrong with them there's they're a failure because all of these diets haven't worked and they feel very alone and then you get on the group coaching call and you're like oh my brain's just doing what everyone else's brain is doing <laughs> it's doing the exact same thing I don't want to get on this call either. No, <laughs> or, or that's not really a good example, but you know, I want to eat ice cream, even though I said I wasn't going to, and everyone else here is it going through the same thing. And it's like all this, it's so validating. It's so uplifting in a way to just know, like, this isn't out of the ordinary. All of our brains have come up with the same exact thing. Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah, and I feel so connected to the the folks, um, and uh, I know when they're going through tough times. I wrote down little notes, you know, like I know what time of year certain ones are going to be grieving the loss of somebody significant in their life, and I'm sensitive to that. And I, it's just kind of, um, I think about them during the week and how they're dealing with something, and you know, I think, well, if she can do that, I can do it. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really positive. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who's out there right now, maybe struggling to lose weight or considering signing up, but they're just not sure? What, what would your advice be? 
Um, it's like learning a new sport. Uh, it's going to take work. It's fun. There's a good support group to help you through it. Um, you don't have to get it the first day, the first week, the first month. It's showing up that helps you. And it's, uh, you know, some folks can do it fast. It's, it's taken me more time. Um, but it's, I believe, uh, to use a phrase from the uh, Mandalorian, this is the way. Yeah. This is the way. It's, um, it's so powerful. Uh, I feel like, um, you know, this is, this is the program that's going to take me to where I need to be in as I get older, where I want to be, the, the right weight, the right um, blood work. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that I've always said to you concerns me. If my blood work were perfect, then I wouldn't care what my weight was. But my blood work is not good. That's a reflection of my weight. So what would I say to them? Um, this is a, a great program. It's a, And you've got a lot of good people on board who are willing to help us. And uh, it's it's work. It's work. And... But this is the place to be, and this is the program to start learning and uh, guiding us through it. Yeah, and you've been such an example of that. So congratulations to you. And also, I want to say, you said it's been slower for me. I don't think 19 pounds in two weeks is by any means slow. (laughs) I think that it was a hurdle of getting you over or past focusing on actions and really seeing that it's your thoughts, which you you're, this is just the beginning Lucy, because that weight's going to continue to just fall off. That's the exciting part. You know, I'm, I'm in for the long, for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today and sharing all of your wisdom. Thank you, Haley. You're a great coach. Oh, thank you so much. All right, Lucy, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you love what you heard on the show, if you're done with dieting, restriction, deprivation, and willpower, and you want to make a permanent change to your weight and your life, join the waitlist to work with me. You can do that at bit.ly backslash call waitlist. That's bit.ly backslash call waitlist.